0: This is where Montana talks. Montana talks with Aaron
1: Flint. Well, oftentimes here on Montana Talks, we are whipping through phone call after phone call after phone call. It's a fast-moving hour. We're talking about the latest breaking news, the latest news out of Helena, uh, or sometimes just uh, opening up the phone lines to hear what you want to talk about. And then every now and then, we get the opportunity to step back for a moment, to look at the big picture. Uh, And one great way to do that is uh, through the Big Sky Worldview Forum. i tell you, they've been uh, putting together some great... Great events here in Montana, bringing some some leading thinkers uh, here to the state, and it really gives us an opportunity to to interact with uh, some incredible uh, writers, uh, some incredible thinkers uh, right here on this show, and really look at the big picture. Coming up this weekend, the latest Big Sky Worldview Forum headliner is uh, Patrick Wood. Patrick Wood is going to be talking uh, about this topic, From Technocracy to Transhumanism, Centralized Control by Scientific Dictatorship. And and boy, given the latest news involving COVID-19 and some of the new studies that are coming out and this classified report from the uh, Department of Energy, boy, talk about timing for this one. Uh, Patrick Wood, the editor-in-chief of Technocracy News and Trends, great to have you on Montana Talks this morning, and uh, look forward to seeing you in Montana this weekend as well.
2: You bet. I'm looking forward to coming up there.
1: Well, well, first off, how would you define technocracy for our listeners?
2: Well, this was a movement that started back in the 1930s. Um, It's not new. It's been around for a long time. It's been called by different names, but uh, it was started at Columbia University in 1932, the idea was to uh, create an alternative economic system that would replace capitalism and free enterprise altogether. And they believed, of course, uh, back then in the Great Depression, that capitalism was dead and that it was up to them to rise to the occasion and uh, take their, in their own mind, to take their proper place in society as the scientific revolution rolled on, to use science to Uh, you know, create this new resource-based economic uh, system that they envision. They led, but interestingly, they led their own definition uh, of themselves in uh, their magazines and so on as the science of social engineering. And uh, we see this today everywhere because, you know, propaganda, uh, manipulation, gaslighting, all these things to play with people's minds to get them to do what the global elite want them to do. And uh, so we see that um, the problem is machines and factories and pulleys and belts are easy to control. They they can be designed easily and they do what you tell them to do or design them to do. People that run factories are not another, there's another issue because they, um, they tend to be unruly, unpredictable sometimes just flat out rebellious, and they won't do everything that you want to do. So those technocrats of the early days figured, well, we have to spend a lot of time and effort uh, developing this science of social engineering so we can keep people in line to do what we want them to do. Interesting.
1: How do we control the science? need your support more than ever. Make a difference in the lives of our nation's veterans by visiting wqwf.org forward slash give.
0: Live across the great state of Montana. This is Montana Talks with Aaron Flint.
1: Yeah, great to catch up with Patrick Wood, the editor-in-chief of Technocracy News and Trends. He's the Big Sky Worldview uh, Worldview Forum headliner this weekend, and if you go to the Big Sky Worldview Forum website, you can get ticket info and more. Of course, uh, speaking in Billings, uh, March 3rd and 4th. Uh, Patrick, yeah, control the science, control the people. Boy, all the way from whether it's the climate alarmist rhetoric out there, whether it's COVID-19, this radical transgender agenda, even though the science shows the harm that it will cause to kids no 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 they they want you to listen to their scientists they want to control the science so they can control the people seems to be the the uh, common theme here
2: it really is and uh, the United Nations these days of course is promoting um, their version of technocracy which is called sustainable development sometimes it's called green economy in America we know it as smart growth and the Green New Deal uh but over the years the uh the 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 gaslighting that's been put on the world through the global warming you know alarmist uh mantra and so on uh this has been engineered to drive people into this new economic system uh which is which historically is called technocracy but this is what the united nations is promoting these days and anything anytime you see fear being used to move people in a certain direction You know that the science of social engineering is being, uh, you know, executed against you. We see this. We saw this big time with the whole COVID pandemic. I call it the Great Panic of 2020. Um, It had really, in the end of it, we know now, it had very little to do with any health issues and keeping people safe, but it had everything to do with driving people towards sustainable development. For instance letting the World Health Organization take over all of global public health. Uh, The World Health Organization is a major agency of the United Nations, part of sustainable development. We will take care of you, they said. We will declare what pandemics need to be dealt with and what shots you need to take and what medicine you can and can't take and what the protocols are for anything under the sun that might happen to you from now on. Um, This is all a one-way street. I hope people can see it that way. It's driving people into behavior and into things that they would otherwise never accept.
1: Yeah, you know, as as you were talking about it, uh, I'm thinking, too, about kind of the bigger picture of all these things, and especially, you know, you talk about COVID-19 and 2020, the lockdowns, the great reset, uh, very clearly, every opportunity that the radical left gets, they want to uh, take advantage of a crisis or outright create the crisis so that they can then uh, capitalize off of the crisis. And that's exactly what the World Economic Forum and others uh The globalists were doing is they were saying, you know, we want to use COVID-19 to usher in the Great Reset, which we see here in Montana is taking, you know, uh, power from Main Street or from agricultural communities and shifting it to large corporations or to governments.
2: Exactly right. And one thing that becomes pretty evident the more you study this is that, and you mentioned uh, the radical left along the way in, in your conversation, It's interesting to note the people in the World Economic Forum and this global elite that are trying to shove us into uh, technocracy, they have operated within left and right for the last 50 years. It doesn't matter to to these controllers whether they're perceived as being left or right. And we find that many people who have been pushing this agenda in the last 50 years have actually come from the right. Often it's from the neocon, you know, element more than it is, uh, you know, the populist movement for sure. But um, this is important to note that they will use any conceivable means of shoving people in the direction they want them to go. And so we've seen left movements, we've seen right movements, but in the end of it, no matter what resistance is thrown up, they get their way. They get on down the road, and the proof of that is: look at where we are today. We've had some good, you know, conservative uh, uh, administrations along the way. It didn't bother the, this technocrat class of people. They operated just as efficiently within anything that came along. They're like the submarine. There's an old movie I remember, a World War Two movie, is called "Run Silent, Run Deep." It was about a submarine. Uh, uh, You know, the submarine fleet, actually, that would uh, secretly, silently, you know, go under the water. Nobody knew where they were. Nobody could pay attention to them until you saw the torpedo coming at you. And then, boom, you suck. Uh, this is the way this technocrat class has been operating for at least the last fifty years, since the early nineteen seventies when this thing really got resuscitated again.
1: Uh, I see one of the topics that you're going to be covering Saturday morning: the evil twins of technocracy and transhumanism. You know, s- some of the uh, some of the great Big Sky Worldview Forum speakers that we've gotten a, ca- a chance to catch up with uh, over the years have talked about critical race theory and how critical race theory is under the umbrella. Of critical theory, which is really this Marxist agenda to try to transform America into something else. What is under the umbrella of technocracy and transhumanism? Uh, we got thirty seconds before the break, and then and then we'll hear more from you after that.
2: Sure, transhumanism is the concept of using advanced technology to enhance the human condition. Even to, to the point of escaping uh, death altogether. They, they, they would like to achieve immortality and live forever. Of course, uh, well, that's a whole different discussion, kind of branches us off into theology, because, uh, you know, there, there's already talk about... <laughs> eternal life elsewhere in the bible <laughs> but anyway we'll take a break maybe and they'll come back at this yeah we'll, we'll is, come back to that yeah
1: because because when i hear you just even give that that brief definition there i'm already thinking well so so when you have uh, folks like bill gates trying to get all of us to eat bugs or fake Thing you can do for your dog you won't believe how happy your dog
2: will be i get my
0: dynamite from d-i-n-o-v-i-t-e dot com Observing the great state of Montana. From the peaks of the Beartooth to the banks of the Clark Fork River, this is Montana Talks with Aaron Flint.
1: All right, we're talking with Patrick Wood, the editor-in-chief of Technocracy News and Trends. He is the Big Sky Worldview Forum headliner uh, this weekend. And so what all is under this umbrella of of technocracy and transhumanism? I definitely want to go back uh, to that conversation since we got cut off by the break there. But first, let's sneak in a, uh, a couple of phone calls here. 294-0970 is the number for you. Uh, first up, Doug in Eureka, did you have a question or comment
3: yeah thank you aaron mr wood uh, okay i i was curious we follow all this this arc of crazy fast moving news and all of a sudden it shouldn't have surprised me but it did chat gpt how transformative is it what's the timeline and how is it i mean I had to chuckle a bit. Aaron needed material for his speech that he's given this morning, <laughs> and I mean, the low the low hanging fruit is. Hey, Chad GPT, write me a clever joke line that fits this criteria. It's, oh, you know, you could take this. I'm not, I'm like whining to myself. Say, Doug, you've got an imagination, but even it is testing the limits. Yeah so like so chat gpt is
1: like artificial intelligence it's an artificial intelligence chatbot uh, right yeah even like so so we do talk radio and then we write stories for our website news and commentary and there's there's some outlets that their news and commentary is coming from artificial intelligence, uh, which is a step above some of the commentary that you might read coming from our friends on the left. But, yeah, no, interesting, uh, interesting question, Doug. Thanks for the call. Uh, let's throw that to uh, Patrick Wood here. Uh, Patrick Wood, your thoughts?
2: That's a great question. Uh, ChatGPT is going to be the most transformative technology that we've seen probably in the last 20 years. What I mean by that, since it was released um, to the public last November, and more officially, really, just about two well, about two months ago, uh, there have been to date about 200 million people who were using ChatGPT in one form or another. And by the end of this year, it's expected that up to one billion people in the world will be plugged into this new generative and artificial intelligence system that uh, is calling it a chat program is really uh, that's off base that that minimizes simplifies it always oh, just a little chat oh you mean it sends a message to me or something on you know messenger or text message no it's not like that at all this this program this ai program can write dissertations for scientists it uh, can write term papers. It can write articles. It can write just about anything you can come up with. Doesn't mean it's going to be accurate and correct. Doesn't mean it's not going to be woke. But it can write it for you and create it in a lot more than that. Mm-hmm. This promises to turn the world upside down in many, many ways. And, um, you know, artificial intelligence is just that artificial. Artificial writing is just that artificial. It's not human. And regardless of how good it might sound to people, uh, they shouldn't accept it. I've, unfortunately, they're going to. But, you know, this is going to be very dangerous for this science of social engineering that I mentioned before because this is a sledgehammer that can be used against virtually the entire planet to manipulate and, uh, and twist and control the way people think. Yeah. And, and what they
1: think. And we get enough of that out of the, uh, the fake news media right now as uh, COVID-19 has been a clear example of, I mean, I, I could play if we had the time, I would play the uh, the montage that I played back in May of 2021 where, where you know, CNN and all, all of these outlets were, oh, there's no way this is, debunked bunkum there's no way that this virus came from that lab in China and now, you know, even uh, the federal government's Department of Energy saying, yeah it likely came from the the lab in china but uh but yet this is the 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 fake news uh you you would almost think it was artificial intelligence uh, that they're that they're throwing our, our direction all right next up let's go to matt in bozeman listening to 1450 kmms did you have a quick question or comment
3: yeah hi aaron mr. and mr wood thanks for taking my call yeah i'm a scientist and everything you're saying is very accurate and and uh, relevant um, I think some basic points. The people doing the, the so-called social engineers, first thing is they're very lazy because they don't actually study real science. The second thing is they make up the science. For example, Fauci and ignoring natural immunity is a really good example that he just ignored it, even though it's it's the most uh, relevant point. And, uh, you know, history shows... This has been going on for a long time. If you uh, Google in the Soviet Union, it's a great example of how they misuse science to get across their social agenda. But the main point is real science is very rigorous. And these people, they're just too lazy to really study it or they're too corrupt to acknowledge it.
1: Well, it's uh, similar to journalism uh, in the sense that scientists are supposed to question things, right? And and you're supposed to you know question everything. And journalism is supposed to be that way as well. But when I was questioning mask mandates uh 3 years ago, uh, I was getting lectured by other people who would call themselves as journalists, basically that, no, I'm just supposed to copy and paste the propaganda that comes out of uh, the Dr. Fauci's of the world. Uh, Matt, thanks for that call. Uh, and, and back to it here with uh, Patrick Wood, uh, the editor of Technocracy News and Trends. Your thoughts?
2: Yeah, here's the, here's the danger in this whole thing. You know, Fauci and all of his, uh, his cohort, they knew perfectly well what the truth was all the way along. There's no doubt, there's no doubt in my mind that they knew exactly what the truth was about all the things that they were prescribing. But they chose another path. They chose to present to the public something that they wanted the public to accept. That is, uh, and here we go with the science of social engineering. You tell a lie often enough and people will believe it. And people did believe it. And they acted upon the belief to their own detriment, to their own, in some cases, their own demise. Uh, This shows you the power of influence by by people who are intent on deceiving you. And when I say deceiving, I say Fauci and crew knew the truth. They knew face masks were of no value. They knew social distancing was of no value. They knew lockdowns was of no value. But they did it anyway. The question is, why did they do it? This is the science of social engineering to drive people into this new economic system, this new great reset system that that Klaus Schwab and the World Economic Forum talks about. Schwab himself said that the pandemic offers a unique opportunity to reset the world. that's what he said, and this was this was the purpose of the whole thing was to push the world into the great reset had nothing to do, really, with health care, per se.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, I was talking with uh, Dick Pence here from the Big Sky Worldview Forum uh, during the b- recent break as well. And, you know, Dick, we were talking about how a lot of our listeners will understand the economic uh, side of this discussion. A lot of people will understand the political ramifications of the discussion or the impact on Americans and the freedoms which we expect as Americans. But you also say what a lot of people may not realize are the spiritual ramifications of this discussion as well and anyway so yeah your thoughts as we chat with patrick wood
3: good morning
2: patrick uh, thank you for being here yeah well the reason yeah. that we one of the reasons we do the world reform is because we realize that many christians don't get what's going on in the culture and i would just like to have you talk for a minute what has this got to do with christianity and of course i get it but i want you to help people understand this is very much about Christianity. All right. Thanks, yes. Dick Pence. Yeah. Yeah, that's, a, that's a good question, a uh, good, good point. It really does. And what we see in the world today um, is that all of these things we're talking about, global warming, health, um, geoengineering, dimming the sun, is a headline on that this week, um, all of these things, the war on agriculture, all of these things are directed towards the creation of God. You just need to think about this. These are creation-oriented things. God created the earth and still, according to the Old Testament, still maintains ownership over the earth because it's his creation. But all of these different things are pointed directly at the earth. I would use agriculture as a good example of this. I'm doing a presentation later this week on agriculture and the war on food. There's a war on land, a war on water, a war on fertilizer, a war on seeds, and a war on animals. You add all these things up, you get a basically a polycrisis of doom that's just, just descending on the agricultural world. Food and the land was given to man to sustain himself. All of these things coming at us are, you know, dis, are designed to destroy those very things. If it wasn't enough to get rid of fossil fuels, which we so-called "quote unquote" to, you know, give us energy to run the economy. Now these people uh, are, are bent on dimming the sun, on, you know, blocking out the sun so that the sun can't heat the earth. Well, that's our ultimate source of energy, clearly given to us by God to sustain life on earth. It's interesting to note that all of these attacks, one way or another, focus on the physical things in the universe that they don't like, that they think they can do better than God did in the first place. This is, this is interesting to me. that The intelligent design of the world is patently denied by technocrats. And yet, they believe they're hijacking evolution, and they will become the intelligent designers of the future, designing matter, designing genetic structures of people and animals and seeds and everything on Earth. Great reforming point. the way the earth is used, et I They can, think they can be the,
1: the god of this earth. The same people that put up signs saying the glaciers in Glacier National Park would be gone by 2020 were the same people taking those signs down in 2020 because the glaciers were still there. But they still think they can be the the god of all of us and the god of all of it. Isn't that? Yeah, that's very fascinating. Well, that brings. I'm glad you brought up agriculture because uh, yeah, I, I brought up Bill Gates and fake meat. Patrick Wood, if you can stand by. We'll come back to you. We got another caller on the line uh, in, uh, in Deer Lodge to jump in on the conversation as well. So stand by. We'll come back to you right after this.
0: This is where Montana talks ag with Lane Nordland.
4: This week, I'm joining the National Potato Council in Washington, D.C. for their annual Washington Summit. And as producers prepare to engage with elected officials on Capitol Hill this week, the association released a new report measuring the economic significance of the U.S. potato industry. Idaho's R.J. Andrus is president of the National Potato Council And he says this comprehensive analysis is truly eye opening.
3: We thought the number was going to be big. We thought, you know, maybe 60 billion. The number came in at 100.9 billion with 714,000 jobs. Now, that was in 2021. So I'd be really surprised if that
4: number hasn't grown in the last two years. On the export front in 2021 alone the value of all potato related exports topped 1.88 billion dollars the united states is the world's fifth largest producer of potatoes and a critical export product approximately 20 percent of all u.s potatoes grown or processed in the nation are exported to canada mexico japan south korea and other trading partners also today, out in Washington, D.C., the House Agriculture Committee will hold its first farm bill hearing as Washington, D.C. and groups like the National Potato Council prepare to craft and have their input in what is in the 2023 farm bill. I'm Lane Blond
0: Live across the great state of Montana, this is Montana Talks with Aaron Flint. All right, Patrick
1: Wood, the editor-in-chief of Technocracy News and Trends, is uh, able to stick around with us for a few more minutes here on this show. So if you want to jump in on the conversation, you can give us a ring right now, 406-294-0970. And uh, yeah, I know folks will travel from all across the state to attend these Big Sky Worldview Forum events. If you go to bigskyworldview.org, that's where you can uh, get all the the details, uh, the full agenda, uh, tickets, very affordable tickets by the way as well so uh, and that's coming up uh, march 3rd through 4th uh, also uh, saturday night march 4th i'm looking forward to seeing our friends in Dillon, montana i've been uh, uh, asked to be the uh, keynote speaker very uh, very honored to be the keynote speaker for the lincoln reagan dinner in beaverhead county coming up on saturday night i've got details on that on our montana talks website right now all right let's uh, sneak in another caller and then we'll uh, talk agriculture and more uh, with patrick wood uh let's see who do we got next up on the phone lines oh yeah dan in deer lodge uh dan thanks for your call did you have a quick question or comment
3: yes i do and thank you for taking my call a while back on the news i watched a prediction made by dr fauci in 2017 that said that there will be a major pandemic during the trump administration and in 2019 just before the election boom this pandemic hits nobody's touched on this before but i would like to know how you can make such an accurate prediction without having some inside information thank you very much all
1: right dan thanks uh, thanks for the call uh let's go to uh to mr wood for your thoughts uh, patrick wood
2: well that's exactly right this has been in planning phases for you know for a long time and uh when, when Klaus Schwab, at the beginning of the World Economic Forum, at the beginning of the pandemic, that he could stand up and say that the pandemic represents the perfect opportunity to execute the Great Reset. That tells you that he had some involvement, or at least the, the, the group he's with had some involvement in bringing this to fruit in the first place. And we know that that's true now, looking back because of the so-called event 201 that was a tabletop exercise to... Scripted out how uh, how a pandemic would play out, as it turned out, in reality, it played out just like they said. And so was that causative or was that just coincidental that they happened to write all that stuff down before COVID really hit? Well, obviously, you know, again, that, you know, use your head. Um, this was planned. It was uh, uh, orchestrated in order to drive people into the Great Reset, period. And this has been their objective for decades. This is not new. It's been around for a long time. And this really became technocracy's coup d'etat, as far as I'm concerned, in 2020. It was their coup d'etat. It was their big play. They played the Trump card, if you will, and not the Donald Trump card. They played the Trump card. <laughs> and, uh, you know, they, they basically flipped the entire world out of, um, you know, a relatively stable state into complete chaos, well, and that, we're dealing that's with that the real today, que- are
1: That's the real question. The, the whole The whole question over. Well, did the did the coronavirus originate in the uh, Wuhan Institute of Virology? I mean, even the the left wing comedian John Stewart had some fun with that one. Mm-hmm. But but yeah. Oh, uh, you mean the lab that studies coronavirus uh, might be where the coronavirus disease of twenty you know, might might be where that uh, came from. That the real question is: Was it deliberate by China? and and if if you look at at this latin phrase i had a listener in miles city uh email me very early on back in 2020 and you can apply this to so many different uh, situations here the latin phrase qui bono who benefits and 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 when you look across the board, they needed to do everything they possibly could to try to take out Donald Trump to stop this American economy and the strength of the American economy under Donald Trump. And this is probably the only way they thought they were going to get it done.
2: Yes, that's exactly right. Yeah.
1: I uh, got an email from a, uh, a Dana, uh, I think, in Columbus here. Uh, I'm tired of the insinuation that chat GPT is AI, artificial intelligence. There is no intelligence, if only rudimentary. Chat GPT is ML, machine learning. Uh, They take tons of data, then train, create an algorithm via a model of all the the data. So anyway, just just making the point that this isn't intelligence. This is just machine learning, uh, the response from, uh, from Dana in Columbus there uh agriculture and uh, you, you, where's this talk the talk that you're given later in the week before you come to montana for the big sky world reform where's where's this talk and what's going to be the focus of your uh your piece about the threat of the threat to agriculture in particular
2: yes this is um this is um, um a talk or a symposium on the war on food actually uh, which, of course, agriculture produces the food. So, uh, but this is being put on by Dr. Meryl Nass uh, back east, and uh, she has several uh, people that are going to be participating in this. Um, I'm trying to think of a couple. I think Dr. Joseph Mercola is involved in it and you know, a few other, a few other people from the medical community and then also from the agricultural community as well. And what I can bring to the table on this, not just only my studies in technocracy and transhumanism, but I happen to have grown up in an agricultural community on a farm and a ranch. Um, and I also had the opportunity to, to, to farm for several years in my midlife. Uh, so I have a very uh, tight collect, uh, you know, connection with the land, and I understand agriculture quite well. And looking at the global press that's taking place against the, the agriculture today, To me, it's stunning. It's shocking. Um, Anyway, we can develop that thought
1: any way you want. Yeah, well, you know, earlier I threw out, you know, here because when you were giving that quick definition of transhumanism, and then I was kind of uh, throwing out the question of just like critical race theory is under the umbrella of critical theory, what is under the umbrella of technocracy and transhumanism? You know, when you have uh, Bill Gates out there talking about wanting to get us to eat bugs or fake meat and call it meat, is that under this umbrella of transhumanism? from your standpoint
2: well it is and the war on the war on food in general is is an attack on the earth it's just it's a continued attack on the earth Uh, there's been other things you know you you could look at all these other movements and groups and the climate alarmists and stuff that you know talk about extinction they talk about people need to die off and you know stop heating up the earth and stuff like that it's crazy stuff but today we have very specific tactical things happening in the war on food and the war on the, the war on us, consequently. Uh, for instance, the war on fertilizer, just as an example. what do we need to grow plants? Two things, just really two things that are most important to grow plants. One is carbon in the form of carbon dioxide, because if you don't have that, plants can't you know do photosynthesis. You have to have carbon, you have to have nitrogen. Those are the two basic building blocks for virtually all of agricultural production. Now we have a war on carbon, don't we, right? A war on CO2, to take CO2 out of the atmosphere. That's crazy talk. If you want to get more food, enrich the CO2 in the atmosphere. On the other hand, uh, fertilizers that are used to stimulate crop growth, there's a war on nitrogen, in particular nitrogen, another basic element of, of life. Nitrogen is under attack all around the world, in, in America too, to cut back on nitrogen fertilizers and force the farmers to try and produce a profit without any fertilizer. This and, is insane. And the question Not only is it insane why? for the farmers, it's also insane for the people who are eating the food, who need the food to survive. Yeah, It's estimated if, if they cut back nitrogen to the extent that they have in mind to do right now, it's about 30%. You would have to have an additional 50% of land under cultivation without nitrogen, without that nitrogen, to make up the difference in food production. And, that and will meanwhile, never
1: happen. And meanwhile, they want to cover all that open space and solar panels and, and windmills at the same time, too. And, and then the question is,
0: Broadcasting from the Grizzly Gold and Silver Studios. Trusted by the Northwest. Montana owned. Online at grizzlygoldandsilver.com.
4: I love this song. I love nachos. Loving everything? You might be buzzed. You know what I'd love? A ride when it's time to head out. If you see a buzz warning sign, call for a ride when it's time to go home. Buzz driving is drunk driving. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council.
0: Serving the great state of Montana. From the peaks of the Beartooths to the banks of the Clark Fork River, this is Montana Talks with Aaron Flint.
1: All right, just a quick few minutes left here of Montana Talks, but if you want to jump in on the conversation, if you've got a quick question or comment here as we chat with Patrick Wood, call in right now, and we should be able to sneak you on before we wrap up the hour. 406-294-0970 is the number for you. Uh, Tomorrow on the show, we'll have time to take your uh, phone calls, and I think uh, Governor Greg Gianforte will be dropping by our studios here as well. Uh, Again, Patrick Wood, uh, the editor-in-chief of Technocracy, News and trends. He's the headliner for the Big Sky Worldview Forum this weekend. Uh, yeah, you are talking about this uh, this war on food and this war on production agriculture. Uh, you know why are they doing this is one is it a, is it you know because you know, they believe that climate uh, change is the existential threat so they have they they are doing whatever it takes to try to lead to a lower population why are they doing it and then jesse and shelby uh, sent us a message on our montana talks app how do we stop them
2: yes it's, it's to drive us into the, the whole great reset Uh, idea of sustainable development and this is this is what a resource based economic system is all about they want to control all the resources doesn't matter what it is whether it's food or sunlight or uh... or carbon or energy or anything else in society they want to control everything in society uh... all the resources what you can make and what you can consume this was uh... this was originally described by the way so well by the the late rosa corey who uh, was actually a democrat but she caught on to this agenda 21 nonsense long long before most people and she would say in her talks and this is absolutely true she says it is the talk this is talking about technocracy and sustainable development she said it the, it is the blueprint the comprehensive plan of action for the 21st century to inventory and control all land all water all plants all mineral all animals all construction all means of production, all energy, all law enforcement, all health care, all food, all education, all information, and all human beings in the world. Close quote. That, That, in a nutshell, is exactly what's happening here. Control over everything, including agriculture and food. This is a war against humanity itself. Civilization, yes, but civilization is humanity. And so, to,
1: and so to Jesse's question, and Shelby, how do we stop them from your standpoint?
2: Number one, don't submit to it. Don't, in other words, don't comply with it. When, you, when somebody's coming at you with a role to play, don't play the role. Secondly, the only way we can do anything at this point to block it, national level, will do what it does. We have no connection to that anymore. The firewall that you build today needs to be around your local community, where you live. You can do that. People need to get back involved in civic affairs in their own cities and counties and towns and burgs and wherever they might find themselves and drive this woke ideology out, number one, so people can start to think clearly again and get rid of these sustainable development policies that have come down from the United Nations, all this agenda 21 nonsense, um, and get rid of it in your local community, and put your put your community back to normal life again. This is the only way really that we can protect ourselves where we live and this we really need to do this.
1: Yeah, and I see our our state lawmakers and Helena are are, you know, stepping up now we've got a Republican supermajority in the legislature and heck there was one committee hearing last night that went till I think nine, ten o'clock last night, uh, where they were, you know, uh, working to push back against this woke agenda that's trying to take away opportunities for girls in, in girls' sports, for example, by uh, yeah. where the left is pushing this radical transgender agenda, which you know, I, I know we've only got a couple of minutes left uh, left with you now here, but but you know uh, you know, going back to kind of uh, this was my takeaway from the way you described this topic that you're covering at the Worldview Forum this weekend is they want to control the science so that they can control the people. They're manipulating the science on this transgender agenda as well. We know based off of the European example that suicides increase after they do these transgender surgeries on kids. And yet that science is not being told by the liberal media in Helena, Montana. They flip it.
2: They do. And, you know, in the history of the world, the most uh, abused class of people or group of people in the entire world has always been the children. The children are not able to defend themselves because they're so small. And they're not able to verbally say anything because they don't have enough knowledge yet, really, to say much of anything that's uh, this useful and wise. And so, historically, we've seen children always being the brunt of, of adults, human, you know, stupid schemes. This is one of them, hmm. you know, forcing shots, forcing these messenger RNA shots on children is patently insane. Yeah. Why children? When COVID wasn't even
1: least... a threat to kids. Yeah, yeah. And then, not even a threat to kids. And then we had Yet drag queens. See. We had drag queens show up at the state capitol in Helena because, because they want to be able to read books to little kids. They want to target kids with their drag shows. It's like, why are yes. you so desperate to target kids?
2: Yes, I know. Well, they're easy to target, number one, and they're also the future generation, number two. <laughs> yeah,
1: that's right. You
2: know, they, Some of them will grow up, and they will become just as crazy as the people that influenced them when they were young.
1: That's that's right. Patrick Wood, Ed, in honor to chat with you this morning, thanks for sticking around with us here for the full hour. He's going to be presenting for four hours at the Big Sky Worldview Forum, and as you can see, we just barely scratched the surface today. Patrick Wood, again, thanks for your time, and I know folks will be looking forward to seeing you here uh, this weekend.
2: My pleasure. Thank you,
1: Aaron. All right, go to BigSkyWorldview.org dot uh, org for details uh, on uh, on the upcoming event. Hey, if you're heading to the Home Improvement Show, you can register to win two pints of beer to Thirsty Street Brewing, compliments of Newman Restoration, and two $5 gift cards to the Montana Melt Food Truck, compliments of Montana Melt. You'll also be registered for the grand prize drawing for an interior-exterior window cleaning plus bonus dryer vent cleaning courtesy of Alpine Window Clean. Register by sending us a message on the Montana Talks app. Send us a message for your chance to win.
0: Casting from the grisly gold and silver.